0: Book three, section forty, of the World as Will and Idea, Volume One, by Arthur Schopenhauer, translated by R. B. Haldane and J. Kemp. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Book three, The World as Idea, Second Aspect, the Idea Independent of the Principle of Sufficient Reason, the Platonic Idea, the Object of Art section forty opposites throw light upon each other and therefore the remark may be in place here that the proper opposite of the sublime is something which would not at the first glance be recognized as such the charming or attractive by this however i understand that which excites the will by presenting to it directly its fulfilment its satisfaction we saw that the feeling of the sublime arises from the fact that something entirely unfavourable to the will becomes the object of pure contemplation so that such contemplation can only be maintained by persistently turning away from the will and transcending its interests this constitutes the sublimity of the character the charming or attractive on the other hand draws the beholder away from the pure contemplation which is demanded by all apprehension of the beautiful because it necessarily excites this will by objects which directly appeal to it and thus he no longer remains pure subject of knowing but becomes the needy and dependent subject of will that every beautiful thing which is bright or cheering should be called charming is the result of a too general concept which arises from a want of accurate discrimination and which i must entirely set aside and indeed condemn but in the sense of the word which has been given and explained i find only two species of the charming or attractive in the province of art and both of them are unworthy of it the one species a very low one is found in dutch paintings of still life when they err by representing articles of food which by their deceptive likeness necessarily excite the appetite for the things they represent and this is just an excitement of the will which puts an end to all aesthetic contemplation of the object painted fruit is yet admissible because we may regard it as the further development of the flower and as a beautiful product of nature in form and colour without being obliged to think of it as eatable but unfortunately we often find represented with deceptive naturalness prepared and served dishes oysters herrings crabs bread and butter beer wine and so forth which is altogether to be condemned in historical painting and in sculpture the charming consists in naked figures whose position drapery and general treatment are calculated to excite the passions of the beholder and thus pure esthetical contemplation is at once annihilated and the aim of art is defeated this mistake corresponds exactly to that which we have just censured in the dutch paintings the ancients are almost always free from this fault in their representations of beauty and complete nakedness of form because the artist himself created them in a purely objective spirit filled with ideal beauty not in the spirit of subjective and base sensuality the charming is thus everywhere to be avoided in art there is also a negative species of the charming or exciting which is even more reprehensible than the positive form which has been discussed this is the disgusting or the loathsome it arouses the will of the beholder just as what is properly speaking charming and therefore disturbs pure aesthetic contemplation but it is an active aversion and opposition which is excited by it it arouses the will by presenting to it objects which it abhors therefore it has always been recognised that it is altogether inadmissible in art where even what is ugly when it is not disgusting is allowable in its proper place as we shall see later end of book three section forty recording by expatriate in bangor maine